Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to our studio where we have a special guest with us today, Toucan Sam from Fruit Loops. Toucan Sam, welcome. It's my pleasure to be here. Oh, and um, it's Fruit Loops, just so you know. Uh, fruit. Fruit. Yeah, fruit. No, it's Fruit Loops. The same way you say studio. That's not how we say it. Fruit Loops, find the loopy side. What's up, what's up, my little tiddlywinks? It is Jackie here. I got a quick favor to ask of all of you guys today. Thank you so much for listening over the years, but we do need a little bit of your help. If you could just fill out the survey that's in the description of the show today, or it's also on my Instagram, at jackthatworm, that would be awesome. It's only going to take a few seconds, I swear. All of the information is confidential, and we don't take emails or names. That would help us so much. Thank you guys for everything. Love you, love you, love you. Hit it with page seven. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This episode is brought to you by the Black Tux and Stamps.com. This one goes out to Vern Troyer. Oh, I feel so real, lying here with no one near, only you. Come on, guys, and you can (laughs) can hear me me when I sing softly, slowly. Boom, doom, doo, 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 doo. Hold me closer, tiny dancer. Now, 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 now. Count the headlights on the highway. Do, 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 do. Lay me down in sheets of linen. Now, now, now. You had a busy day today. R.I.P. Vern Troyer, 2018. <laughs> He's so small, and he couldn't fit the booze inside of him. My name's Marcus Parks, and I was genuinely touched by the death of Vern Troyer. My name is Molly Neffel. I was also genuinely touched and embarrassed to realize just now that I only know the words to Tiny Dancer that go, hold me closer, Tiny Dancer, <laughs> and not the rest. And I also thought forever that it was uh, lay me down in sheets of leather. <laughs> That's right. This is a learning experience for all of us today. My name is Jackie Zabrowski, and I was also touched by the death of Vern Troyer. It just made me so sad because it's like, as a fellow, you know, I mean, not he went, he was suffering of depression and suicidal tendencies. However, it's just like, I know how much booze I put in my body. And the amount of booze he put in his body, it's like, that ain't no good, dude. <laughs> is that a sentimental thought? <laughs> <laughs> that ain't no good, dude. That ain't no good, dude. Show me doing that, dude. A lot of celebrities have pictures of themselves with Vern Troyer. Is another mm-hmm. thing I learned this week. Oh yeah, a lot of celebrities, and there's a lot of get. There was a lot of one really fun gifts of him doing really fun things, like Tesla. Like Tesla gave him a mini Tesla, and there was a video of him driving around his driveway and having fun. 
He's just so What great. I didn't yeah. know is that um, Vern Troyer starting out his acting career as the stunt double in Molly, This Is For You, Baby's Day Out. Really? <laughs> yeah, wow. he was a stunt double in Baby's Day Out. I would I love like, to see that B-roll. That would be mm. a lot of fun. Interesting. It's very sad. I mean, yeah, and it's possible that this was a suicide. So, you know, if you're if you're feeling bad or if you're feeling like you're having some issues, be sure to reach out to someone, please. Yeah, yeah, I actually didn't didn't realize that. And that, it seems like also, right, one of the things about Vern Troyer is that, and may, perhaps this fact about Baby's Day Out shows, it's really fucking hard to be a person with a different kind of body and be an actor because all sorts of... Uh, the roles that you'll be offered and the kind of way that you'll be presented will be kind of limited. And Jackie, I know you like this. Did you know he was in Wishmaster? I did know he was in Wishmaster. <laughs> what is your wishes? Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching that one and being like, is that Vern Troyer? <laughs> he also played a Sunday in the wacky adventures of Ronald McDonald, Scared Silly. Wait, you mean an actual like ice cream sundae? Ice cream sundae, yeah, it just says sundae. Man, I would give anything to be able to play the Hamburglar. But I don't <laughs> want the head, I want them to fashion it around my face. I would be and able to oh, I hope there's special sauce on it. Oh wait, no, special sauce is... No, that's McDonald's. That's McDonald's, oh yeah. Who's, who's the, sh- the purple shapeless Gumby Grimace, one? the Grimace. Grimace. The, the is Grimace. that you, Molly? I would be that one. What's his name? Ernest? The Grimace. The Grimace. Like, like you know when someone has a Grimace on their face? Uh-huh. Like that, but the. Is he a food item? Uh, well, the Grimace has a long and storied history that's somewhat complicated that I really don't understand fully. I thought he was more of a chicken nugget kind of thing. <laughs> like a rotting chicken nugget. <laughs> no, there are chi- <laughs> No, there are. I think there are chicken nuggets. Yeah, there are. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's three chicken nuggets, and then there's a, a fry man. Uh-huh. Or a fry yeah. lady. I think the I think the Wait, fries are a lady. She's like a sexy fry lady. I think she? she's a sexy fry lady. Wait, what? Yeah. It, I want to like, be sexy fry lady. She has eyelashes and, and like maybe high heels. Actually, it's perfect because technically right now I've got on a yellow mesh shirt with a red bra underneath it. So I'm ready to be a sexy fry lady. You are a McDonald's <laughs> sexy fry lady. <laughs> Ooh, I feel good now. Does she wear heels? Mm, I'm trying to look up because I can't I can't exactly remember and this might be something I'm remembering from something else. I remember Maybe it it's because a porn? there was a there was a <laughs> McDonald's that we used to always stop at when I was on the way to my grandma's house that was like had like a play area, like a big play area with a huge mural on the wall with all the cast of characters. Wait, you didn't go into the ball pits, did you? Because that's where the hypodermic needles live. I love <laughs> ball pits and I still do. Molly, you're, you're not supposed to. You know, I'm starting to realize the more I talk about things, I think my mom scared me into being scared of everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think that your mom I do I know your mom stands on ball pits and I I I have to do a hard disagree. I love ball pits so much. Like they're like my maybe third favorite thing after pools and trampolines. I would jump into a big deep ball pit, not right now because of pregnancy, but like and like that would be 
like a, a, a top 10 wish of mine. Mm-hmm. Wait, so you're going to allow your child to get into an HIV infested ball pit <laughs> in the future? <laughs> I think that they're probably pee infested, but I'm not worried about HIV transmission. HIV and rats. It's full of rats. <laughs> you know how many rats live You'd down be there? You'd at the bottom of your feet. <laughs> Jacqueline, there's a lot of rats in the ball pit. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, I'm not worried about the HIV transmission as much. You know, I, piss, yes, but it's just part of childhood. You're going to get covered in other people's piss. Yep, that is very much a part of childhood. And <laughs> Sunday, by the way, is that's Ronald McDonald's dog. Oh, that's cute. He's, yeah, but he's going to melt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's weird about it is that some of them are anthropomorphic food and then some of them are uh, are actual living like things like humans and dogs. And then mm. Grimace is not either. What the fuck is he? He's Evil Grimace. That was his original name. He steals milkshakes. He steals milkshakes and pops. But he's like a Gumby. He's like he's 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 like a part of the Gumby genus species. You know, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And Ronald McDonald's a human who has a dog named after a f- food o- object, but that's not an anthropomorphized food object. And then there's the Hamburglar and the Fry Lady, who are both anthropomorphized food objects. Well, maybe this will give you a little bit of background. There's some of Grimace's backstory was revealed in uh, the uh, VHS tape, The Legend of Grimace Island. Ew! Uh, <laughs> ew! I don't want to go to an island filled with him! <laughs> <laughs> well, he does have a mother and a father, but they are Aww. unnamed. They did not name them. His grandfather is named Winky. Uh, his great great grandmother is called Jenny Grimace. Jenny Grimace. And he might have a brother named King Gonga, who is the king of all Grimaces. Who wrote this story and how much <laughs> acid did they take? <laughs> and another fun fact about the Grimace in the VHS tape Grimace's Od- Odyssey Grimace was revealed to be a ham radio enthusiast. What I, did they do but, this for? You, but I I guess I have a lot of questions. Um, I, all right, first question. So they went really hardcore into the background of Grimace. Did they do the same for the Hamburglar as well, or is that just mysterious oh, past? No, the Hamburglar, actually, his entry is longer than the Grimace's. Oh, see, I would have guessed he's just a straightforward hamburger thief. Just a hamburger who steals hamburgers. And were all of them evil except for Ronald McDonald? Because I feel like that's like something Stalin would do. He would create a story that he's like, no, 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 everyone else, they are evil. Me, I sell the burgers. Is that Russian? A hamburger, he looks like an escaped prisoner, right? He's got the striped suit on and the he's, glasses. He's got the stripes. Uh, but actually, the about the only thing they say about Hamburglar is uh, that he... He uh, loves to play tricks. But he's a human, too. Yeah, right? but he can I also forgot. only say robble, robble. He says he loves playing tricks on his friends and still loves burgers. So he's an, a hamburger-eating Loki, essentially. <laughs> I had misremembered, and I thought maybe... A, does he have he, a hamburger for a head? You're thinking of Mayor McCheese. Yeah, that's. I was thinking that he was a hamburger, uh, but he's not. He's, just a, he's not a cannibal hamburger. No, he's a dude. He's just a dude who has escaped from prison recently. <laughs> I think because that's what he looks like and really wants a hamburger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And Mary McCheese is that's the anthropomorphized hamburger. Yeah, the big cheeseburger. Uh-huh. Man, yeah. I'm getting a lot of ideas right now because Henry and I have been recently jazzing about doing a Riverdale esque show 
of Winnie the Pooh. But what if we did a Riverdale-esque show of all the characters from McDonald's oh, that but- we bring into like real life, which I think would be a lot of fucking fun. Patent, patent, I just patented. So Winnie, Winnie the Pooh has a lot of potential because those characters got personality, man. Rabbit, Rabbit would be a great Riverdale character. Yeah. And you know I hate Winnie the Pooh, but <laughs> at the same time, it would make for a great teen drama. That would make a great teen drama. This is such a good idea. I don't know, but does Winnie the Pooh have characters like Uncle O'Grimacy? The St. Patrick's Day McDonald's man character. <laughs> maybe we should move towards this. Yeah, this maybe. Is better. I mean, yeah, yeah Who's maybe. Who's there to let us all know that the Shamrock Shake is once again available at all McDonald's land locations? This is a later stage character. This is like a character that gets written in <laughs> this, at the end of the season. This is a 1977 to 1985 character. Really? Mm-hmm. Uncle wow. O'Grimacy. The Shamrock Shake is that old, huh? It's, I- it's Grimace's Irish uncle. Wow. Wait, so you're just allowed to have one Irish uncle. Like, the rest of them are not Irish. He obviously comes from an island. But then, oh, I guess Ireland is an island, so maybe uh-huh. that's what they're trying to... I mean, that doesn't suppose? mean that... It doesn't mean that one Grimace can't emigrate to Ireland and then be given the know. O-Grimacy. I you don't think know if that that's how they all kept together. <laughs> being Irish works. He's, you're saying he's an Irish expat? I think he's... A, yes, he's an Irish, he's an Irish expat who left... The Grimace Land and went to G- Ireland and and renamed himself <laughs> and and, re, and and just just like so many immigrants come to America and change their names when they come At to Ellis, Ellis Island. Island. Yeah, there is. So a- did <laughs> Uncle Grimace go to Ireland <laughs> and change his name to O Grimacy? Yeah, the Ellis Island what of is Ireland. He though? <laughs> How are they making more grimaces? Where is the hole? Where is the shot put? I want to see what's downstairs of a grimace that keeps making more of them. Well, let's just Google Grimace genitalia and see what happens. Ooh, oh, God. God. You know, there's going to be some fucking porn of Grimace fucking the fry lady, though. There's actually no fry lady. There's no fry lady? It's the, that's the fry kids. The fry kids. Mm-hmm. Ooh, who, what's, I'll what's, dip them. What sexy... Isn't there a sexy lady in this universe? I, you know what? We're both thinking of a sex. We're thinking of a, a sexy fast food lady in our heads. Yeah. But I cannot, for the life of me, think of what it is. Yeah. Because in my head, she's the she's got the body of a carton of fries mm-hmm. and yeah. then human legs yeah. with red high heels. That's exactly what I'm picturing. I How think, are we all picturing this? Because I think we might have a Mandela effect on our hands. And and you know what we might be picturing is those sexy concessions at the movie theater. We might also be <gasps> picturing the sexy. Popcorns. Let's all go to the movies. Because <laughs> they're pretty Could sexy. Be the popcorns. <laughs> they're pretty sexy. They have heels on it. I prefer to think that there's that we're all from an alternate universe in which Sexy Fry Lady did exist. Yeah. I remember I like her that. on the wall of that McDonald's I used to always go to. Mm-hmm. And if she doesn't exist... If she doesn't exist now, she's going to exist after we make the Riverdale-themed McDonald's <laughs> television show where I play her. I just got to work on my legs a little bit more. I don't know how to walk in heels, but I think I can figure it out. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, any cartoon that we make into, not any cartoon, but many cartoons that we would make into a teen drama, we are going to have to write in some more women. Because even Winnie the Pooh, the only woman is... Mama. Kanga. Or Kanga. Yeah. Kanga. Yeah, you can easily add a woman into uh, the McNugget Buddies. Yeah. 
Definitely. Yeah, but that's a side piece. <laughs> we need, <laughs> we a, need woman a meaty character. role. We need like if a... I were the fry lady, my catchphrase would be dip me in ranch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you go ahead. Now you dip me in ranch. <laughs> like, stop saying that, fry lady. Can you say anything else? I don't know. Maybe you dip me in ranch. So <laughs> like you're just asking to get bukkake. No, no, no. I'm saying ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you could even you could bring in some of the lesser known McDonald's characters like I Am Hungry, uh, who is a character from 1998 to 2001. He was the self-proclaimed vice president of snacking. That's a fucking fake title. Yeah, because that's if like anyone subs- is the vice president of snacking, it is me. <laughs> but that's yeah, that's that character is like some Saved by the Bell, the New Year's shit, where yeah. you're just like, well, that's not the original cast. Well, the best thing he ever did was in the Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald in the episode Visitors from Outer Space. He eats the gunk off of Ronald's rocket. Oh, gross. That is not how you describe that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we've all That's eaten the, the gunk off of, of someone's rocket, you know? My name is I Am Hungry, and I've eaten the gunk from Ronald's rocket. That's, don't God. Google that. Don't get that sounds pit. like, uh, that sounds like a, the kind of room Jack Nicholson would be in late night. <laughs> Just, hey, Yelling you call me, I am hungry. Hey, you can suck the slime out of your rocket. <laughs> Just someone yelling, eat the gunk! Eat the gunk! <laughs> Do you think that Ronald McDonald's dick is all white? Or is it flesh colored? Mm. Mm. That's an interesting question because you have to think, is Ronald McDonald putting on makeup each day before he leaves the house? Right. Or is that just the Ronald McDonald race that is white right. with clown features? Right. Is he, is, he a, a, is he a human dressed as a clown mm-hmm. or is he a clown race? A clown race, yes. <laughs> I would say he's a clown race, but I, w- I would say he probably zhuzhes up his dick with like white paint beforehand. <laughs> you know, like you give yourself a good clean-in before you go home with somebody. <laughs> you know, you go into the bathroom at a bar and go, oh, I gotta wash it real fast. And then uh, I think that's what he does before he penetrates the fr- fry lady. Huh. Y'all do that, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? In a, in a, uh, like, are you talking about like a bar bathroom? Yeah! You give it a zhuzh! This is- or you bring, <laughs> you bring some sort of wipe! Don't do those wipes. Those are no. bad for your ecosystem. No, don't do the wipes. And plus it also... I mean, I've never used a wipe. I usually just throw some water on it and blow and go, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Bar bath. This is like the alternative like commercial for Summer's Eve. You know, it's like, have you ever gone into a dive bar bathroom and splashed some water on your pussy? <laughs> Instead, yeah. get Summer's Eve. It's a convenient wipe. Yeah, don't do not do the wipes. It makes your vagina taste like a fucking janitor's closet. Yeah, no, your Ugh. vagina is an ecosystem that takes care of itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let it go. Yeah. Let it live don't, free. Don't introduce any, like, koalas into the American <laughs> ecosystem. Yeah, but everybody loves a koala. Molly. Yeah, but if you take a koala... Well, on a plane to America, it's going to fuck up everything. <laughs> You're right. There's not enough bamboo for it. <laughs> That's what they eat, right? Bamboo? Yes. So Eagle, who's going to play Ronald McDonald? Marcus. Me? Oh, you mean not, not the three of us. You mean like what well, we do Andrew, our show. Marcus, do you want to do it? Yeah, I'll play Ronald McDonald. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, kids? who wants some french fries? Is it you? <laughs> Sure. 
You're gonna it's get some French fries. But see, what's, what's the, the this is? I think the potential for drama in the Hundred Acre Wood is again very high because those guys are just friends. It's like a it's you could really do kind of a small town thing. I'm concerned that that if we adapt the Ronald McDonald universe to a teen drama, that there is not going to be enough non-hamburger-based drama that we can, <laughs> that we well, can work I mean, around. in the Winnie the Pooh universe, technically what it should be is that Christopher Robin grew up, he's a grizzled sheriff, and he has to go, he thinks that Winnie the Pooh committed a crime, and he has to go find them again in the Hundred Acre Woods. Uh-huh. Hmm. Because, because he's lost them, you but know, like, but he like, grew Win- up. Winnie the Pooh is just, it's like really like a situational drama already because it's just every story in Winnie the Pooh is just like about something they're dealing with in their life. It, Whereas every story in, in the McDonald's universe is about hamburgers. hamburgers. <laughs> or fries. <laughs> or shamrock or fries. shakes. Yeah, please. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's a lot more fun. It's like make drama out of that. I don't, I think you can figure it out because they're all obviously banging on, what is it called? Gongo Island? <laughs> Get there on is, Gongo Island. There is a female character though, Birdie the Early Bird. What? what? Yeah, Birdie it, the Early Bird. She was around from 1980 to 2011. Is she a bird or is she another human? She's a bird that wears a pink jumpsuit, a flight cap, and a scarf. Never heard of her. Is that for breakfast? I think so. Yeah. Oh well, that's McDonald's breakfast is the best part of McDonald's. She's the early bird. Oh, a McGriddle. Love my McGriddle. Mm-hmm. You guys think the breakfast is the best part? I never get the breakfast. I don't know if it's the best part, but I do love a good airport McGriddle. I love McDonald's breakfast. I've never, I've, I have not never. It's been a long time, I think, since I've eaten a regular McDonald's like daytime meal. But if I have the opportunity to eat McDonald's breakfast, I'll almost always take it. Mm-hmm. Gotta say, I was on a road trip recently, and I got just a straight up cheeseburger. Pretty fucking fantastic. Yeah. Especially if you never eat McDonald's. When you get it every once in a while, you're just like, God damn, this is fake. <laughs> you're making me really want a McDonald's. I feel like I can blame pregnancy hormones, but this conversation is making me be like, I know where the nearest McDonald's is. There is one within walking distance. There sure is. Although that's a, that's a gross one, though. You don't want to go to that one. That's a rough one. That's my bathroom McDonald's. You know? <laughs> oh, is that your pregnant bathroom McDonald's? That and Starbucks, because Starbucks is getting a little stingy with its access codes. They really are. Yeah. Oh, little... your poor little pregnant bladder. New York is not a place where they want you to be able to sit down or go to the bathroom. Mm-mm. Fair enough, man. Absolutely fair enough. Today's episode of Page 7 is brought to you by The Black Tux. You know, if you're anything like me, if you're at the age that I am, around 35 or so, even if you're down to your 30s, you're going to be going to a ton of weddings this year and next year and the year after that it never ends but you know what if also if you're like me you don't own a whole lot of really nice clothes and you don't want to be seen wearing the same thing every time that's why you should use the black tux to rent a tux for your next wedding or special event whether you're going for a Silas selected outfit or building a custom look the black tux has tons of new suits and tuxedos to choose from the black tux is always changing up their looks making it fun to try out different suits and tuxedos even if you have your own suit switching it up with the black tux is always a great idea and with their new fit algorithm you don't have to awkwardly measure yourself or ask a friend for help the black tux does it for you plus the black tux free home try on lets you see the fit and feel the quality of your suit months before your event so to get twenty dollars off your purchase visit theblacktux.com slash page seven that's theblacktux.com slash page seven for twenty bucks off your purchase the Black Tux, 
Premier rental suits and tuxedos delivered. Can I talk about Rachel Weiss now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what so so remind me why I'm emotionally invested in Rachel Weiss. Because she's fucking so hot and she's 48 and she just got knocked up by Daniel Craig who is her husband. She is hot as hell. And he, he is, is hot, hot as hell. As hell. And she is hot as hell. And I think what you would like about her, Molly, is that she's openly against um, actresses getting facial work done because she said, like, if if athletes can't use steroids, then actors shouldn't be able to do things to their face to augment them, that it should be the same thing. That's interesting. Mm. That's an interesting argument. Yeah. But I guess what I mostly wanted to talk about her is that I watched the trailer for this new movie coming out called Disobedience. And it's her and Rachel McAdams. It's Rachel v. Rachel. And by Rachel v. Rachel, I mean Rachel Vagina Rachel. Because they have sex in it. And it is about the Hasidic Jewish community that Rachel McAdams is in the Hasidic Jewish community, and so was Rachel Weiss used to be, but she was excommunicated because they had a secret lesbian affair. Oh. But Rachel Weiss has to come back because her rabbi daddy dies. Oh. And then it's just like the tension and heat oh. between them. And dude, 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 the trailer, ha, che, ma, che, take off the <laughs> wig, bitch. Give that woman a kiss. <laughs> Listen to this. A woman returns to the community that shunned her for her attraction to a childhood friend. Once back, their passions reignite as they explore the boundaries of faith and sexuality. I gotta say, that sounds like a good movie. Lord, <laughs> <laughs> I had I got the vapors after I watched the trailer. I was just like, get get me a towel or something. There oh. have not been a lot of major motion pictures about the Hasidic community, have there? I know. There? Oh, and the po- the posters then make it out while they're staring at each other, and the tagline is, "Love is an act of defiance." Wow. Gimme, gimme, gimme. It I um I I showed Henry the trailer because he's like, no way Rachel McAdams could ever be good. And he still doesn't trust that the movie's gonna be good, but I think that the trailer is fantastic and I can't wait to watch it. Wait, this is a bit of a diversion, but you was talking about facelifts reminded me that I saw a Whilst watching Teen Mom, which, by the way, last since last time we've spoken about it, I haven't missed an episode. <laughs> I've really fallen <laughs> yeah, into yeah. a Teen Mom, Young and Pregnant Hole. But I saw a commercial for a movie featuring my favorite person, Jane Fonda. Um, and now I can't remember all the other women in it. But it's it's another like it's like a it's like the, the older lady renaissance. And it's called Book Club. Hmm. And it's about fun old ladies having fun together. And I'm so excited. <laughs> Have you seen this, Jackie? No, I haven't seen it. Who's in it? It's just a bunch of fun. I feel like maybe i have is diane diane keaton is there jane fonda is there that mom from joan of arcadia is there Hmm. whoa Um, deep cut deep real deep cut i'm pretty sure it's joan of arcadia (laughs) yeah joan of arcadia wow you're really pulling that one out yeah i am (laughs) (laughs) embarrassed to even know the name of that show to be honest um and then there's one more older lady there and it's not lily tomlin um who is it but it is I am just so excited. I feel like Grace and Frankie has ushered in a, like, women in their 70s can still be the stars of movies and TV shows era. And I, for oh, one, yeah. am thrilled. 
dude. Fra- Wait, have you watched the recent season of Grace and Frankie? No, I'm I'm behind. I think I'm only in season three. Oh my god, it's so great. Oh, Mary Steenburgen. I love yes! Mary Steenburgen. She's the mom from Joan of Arcadia, right? The brown-haired one. She's uh, also the mom from Step Brothers and Parenthood. Mm. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah. I should have picked any of those references. And Clifford and the woman that Johnny Depp sleeps with and what's eating Gilbert Grape. Oh yeah, baby! What a career! Archie, Great Archie. career! Didn't She's she marry? Didn't she marry to Ted Danson? Ted Danson, bitch! Yep. <laughs> well, they're they're doing great. <laughs> yeah, let me show you a picture. You you know you know this woman. Yeah, that's her. Yeah. I don't know yeah, why I, I associate her. her with Joan of Arcadia. Yeah, of all the things that she's done, Joan of Arcadia is... <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that is... I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. You Back to the Future Step 3? Brothers. Yeah, she's been in a lot of better things than Joan of Arcadia, but she's just like a real mom in Joan of Arcadia, and she's that's what I associate her as. Man, Marcus just rewatched Step Brothers, and how great is that to shut your fucking brain off and oh, watch? It was a wonderful night. It was a wonderful night to just sit with a couple of glasses of wine and watch Step Brothers. It's a beautiful movie. That sounds nice. Yeah. God, it holds up so hard. Like, I, I have to pause it because I cry laughing every time I watch it. <laughs> and there's just so few movies that can get me to that point. There's just something about it, man. Mm-hmm. Really fucking gets me. Yep, gets me too. Can I make a confession? Sometimes Please. I think because the I associate the names Philip Seymour Hoffman with John C. Riley. I don't know why. I think it's because of the three names. Mm-hmm. And then three sometimes names. when I think about John C. Riley, I get afraid that he's died. But he hasn't died. <laughs> no, he's doing great. He's doing great. No, he's still out there drinking his sweet berry wine. Rules <laughs> Rules is also still one of my I think I'm just like completely in love with John C. Riley. Yeah, think yeah, about that's Boogie good. Nights. He's, yeah, every every he's good in everything. Yeah, even you know what controversial stance in Chicago mm-hmm. when he sang Mr. Cellophane because you know how I feel about musicals. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he knocks it out of the park. Yeah, I oh, like Chicago. We need to talk about Kevin. Oh, there's a new movie coming out too. The, but the director of We Need to Talk About Kevin that looks fucking insane. I did not totally love We Need to Talk About Kevin, but I do love making references to We Need to Talk About Kevin. <laughs> it is the best movie title to make references to. John C. Riley is really good in it, though. You don't think that? No, I enjoyed watching. I just, I, it was a little overwrought, you know. Tilda Swinton is a little bit, we get it sometimes. I'm not the biggest Tilda Swinton fan. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like that's blasphemous because I know she's like a brilliant actor and like a beautiful alien but um she's a bit much it was just that movie was so overwrought and it was just like so so you know i think what they're saying is blasphemous (laughs) 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 yeah i'm already i'm like bracing for the backlash for because i feel like as like a person who aspires to be you know androgynous Tilda Swinton is one of the is yeah. one of the heroes she's up there yeah she's beautiful and great and I know she's very talented and I, and I appreciate how weird she is it's just in that particular movie I'm like we get it Tilda Swinton he's bad he's a bad <laughs> baby it's just too much that's what it is it's the movie you were never really here that's the one I want to watch it's by the same director we need to talk about Kevin because she did she knocked out of that damn park Oh, a traumatized veteran, unafraid of violence, tracks down missing girls for a living. When a job spins out of control, Joe's nightmares overtake him as a conspiracy is uncovered, leading to what may be his death trip or his awakening. You were never really here. (laughs) Coming 2007. 
2018. Huh. April 6th. It's out. It's come. It has come. <laughs> oh, we come. missed it. <laughs> it has come and it has gone. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. No, we it's still notice. out. It's Joaquin Phoenix Zone. I don't know how I feel about Joaquin Phoenix. But yeah. I still kind of want to bang him from the Gladiator days, though. Yeah? Yeah, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix has gone down a bit of a James Franco path, hasn't he? Not, re- not really. Not as bad. Not as bad. Not, not, as bad. not in terms of, like, mistreating women, but just oh. in terms of being, like, a... Weirdo. Yeah. yeah, just like a self-indulgent art, art oh, arty guy. Self-indulgent weirdo, without a doubt, but still a good actor. Yeah, yeah, but didn't he, uh, Marcus? Was it God's hand? He grew up in one of those cults. Uh, one of them, one? their cults you talk about on last podcast on the left. I grew up one of them cults. You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, I can't remember which one it was, but yeah, he grew up in a weird one. I think it was God's hands. It was wherever there was one. On, there's a documentary on HBO yeah. about it. Him and, and I remember River. just being like, yikes. Yeah, him and River growing up in that. I'll always love Joaquin Phoenix because I'll always love the movie Signs. Yeah. <laughs> I love the I ending love of movie. that movie. You love the end. That's the best it's part. Great. <laughs> it's water. Oh, no, it's water. It's a baseball bat. Hey, come uh, on, guys. Spoiler alert. Please. <laughs> uh, uh, it's the water. It's the water. If you haven't seen Signs by now, you shouldn't. You yeah. Don't need, you, I think. It's okay to know how it is. Yeah, you don't you don't need to. Yeah, Signs is not even M. Night Shyamalan's best work. No. And he's got a lot of work that's not his best work. <laughs> I mean, speaking of cults, I know we're not going to get too far deep in this because last podcast is going to uh, get into Nexium this week, which you should definitely listen to this week's episode of it. Mm-hmm. But I did want to throw it out there just real fast. That Allison Mack from Smallville, yeah. who was the lead girl in Smallville, mm-hmm. um, was running, just in case anyone didn't know, um, was a big part of this insane sex cult mm-hmm. um, that <laughs> oh, yeah. was technically a female, well, not technically, it was billed as a female empowerment organization. Which it was not, was no. based on its description. It's rough. It's a, it's a sex trafficking cult. But all in all, what I really wanted to say was Smallville, not a great show. No. It's not. Smallville is very, very, very overrated. But you know what is a great show? And there is a connection here that I can't believe no one is talking about. The Callie from Battlestar Galactica was at the center of all this. Wait. How? She was married to Allison Mack. Oh. They are not bringing her up. It's just because she wasn't brought up with any charges? Yeah, she wasn't brought up with any charges. I believe she was either married to Allison Mack or married to one of the top women in the cult. Uh But Callie from Battlestar Galactica, yeah. Much better show. Much better show and much better character as well. Callie, she got on some people's nerves. She got on my nerves sometimes as well. But she did play a pivotal role in the show, and the actress was very good. I mean, if it had nothing to do with the trafficking part of it, as, you know, I don't identify as an actress, but I understand them and their need to be loved and their need for um, uh, attention and adoration. You know, if it was a consenting sexual cult of 18-plus people, 18-year-old-plus people, you know, why not? Right? I, I think, yeah, right. But I think consent is the key missing aspect here. <laughs> that is the thing. I think that's what makes it a cult rather than a sex party. Yeah, but more I, you know what I'm into sex parties? Branding. Right. Yeah, yeah, the branding <laughs> yeah. part was a rough. Big, a big sex party, good. Sex 
uh, manipulation, manipulation and, and cajoling and all that. Bad. Bad. You know, it's, it's not good. It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. <laughs> no, I get that whole thing. I just make it jokes. Um, but you know what? Sex parties are great. Yeah, and and if it was because I didn't really read, I, I only say that because it's fresh on my mind. Because I didn't really read the details of the alleged uh, what Allison Mack had done, and at first I was a little skeptical, and I was like, you know, sometimes we use the phrase sex trafficking when it's really just people making their own decisions about whether they want to be sex workers or not. I'm a little skeptical, and I was like, maybe this is all overblown. And then I read the uh, description of what was allegedly going on, and I was like, "Oh my Jesus Christ!" <laughs> oh, and then, so then I was a little bit traumatized. Oh yeah, it's no by good. It. But I was ready. I was ready to be on board with you, Jackie, and be like, "Maybe this is just a big consensual sex nah. party." Nah. No, no. Nah. Also, and- it always made me sad because Superman was never hot enough on Smallville for me. I think that's why I stopped watching it. Yeah. He, he was, was a weird looking boring. dude. Boring. Yeah, he was just like he was a nothing. I wanted something. It's like if you're gonna be Superman, I know he's supposed to be technically like all American boy. You know, it's like whatever, whatever. But like, I wanted him to be at least a little unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you couldn't pick him out of a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Zach Braff, which is what's happening to me because I went down a weird Zach Braff hole. I started watching Scrubs for the first time, and you know what? I love it. I love yeah. everything about it. I've cried twice. And uh, Zach Braff is coming out with a new television show about guys. Are we so excited? Makes it's about podcasts. Fucking vomit. Zach Braff makes me want to puke on my own dick. I don't want this to exist. Zach Braff, correct me if I'm wrong, but haven't has isn't the universal consensus ever since Garden State that that boy is like the picture of mediocrity? No, no, he has a gigantic, gigantic internet following. Specific, like Reddit reveres him as a fucking deity. Really? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's got a he's got an audience. He's definitely. I gotta say. It's understandable why Scrubs is still in syndication because you know what? It's fun. It's a perfect show to have on. It's got the right amount of heart in it. All the characters are likable and it's got fun banter. It's a banter show, yeah. I remember yeah. when I graduated college, I moved out to L.A. briefly uh, on the promise of having an internship on the set of Scrubs only to have it evaporate the day <laughs> I showed up. Oh, Zach that's Braff. a fun way to move across the country, <laughs> isn't Zach it? Braff. But it brought me here because if I would have got that internship, I might be still miserable in L.A. to this day. <laughs> Very understandable. Well, you know, I'm glad that you didn't get it, Marcus. Me I'm too. happy for me you. Too. Me too. That's why. That's why you never move based on your cousin's friends. Yeah, I'll do that for you. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, never move based on that. But you know what? Still want to bang Zach Braff. Do you though? Sorry. I just don't. I've I got no problem with Scrubs. I haven't ever really watched it, but I feel like I've absorbed it because it's one mm-hmm. of those shows yeah. that's always on. Um and and um uh uh Dion's boyfriend from Clueless is in it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and so I appreciate that, but I just don't think I like Zach Braff. But I think that has to do with Garden State. Yeah. <gasps> wait, Mo- wait, Molly. You don't like Garden State? Garden State is not good, I don't yeah. think. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. The fucking the, the the whole point of the movie is you don't need medication. Yeah. 
but it's still fun. I think. <laughs> All right. To be fair, have not watched Garden State since it came out. But when it came out, I probably watched it 25 times. And I just because I wanted to bang Zach Braff and I had the soundtrack and I'd listen to it every single day. Yeah. 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 yeah it's yeah. one of those that doesn't quite hold up the same as it did when you were like 19, 18, yeah. 17, however old we were when it came out. Yeah, if you go back and watch it, if I remember correctly, like the the central theme of Garden State is you don't need medication to treat your depression. You need love. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> or you I can't just, even, you know I can't even you try don't. and argue that. I can't even try. You don't, you don't need, to, if you're severely clinically depressed, you don't need medication, you don't need therapy. Those things are stupid. Yeah. You know what you need is you need a cute girl. Mm-hmm. A cute girl on a scooter who doesn't wear her helmet sometimes because she has problems too. But if you get her <laughs> and you scream at a garbage dump, then you can be happy. Mm-hmm. But oh for my God's God. sakes, don't take your medication yeah. or go to therapy. Those people I are crazy. Re- I just realized that Garden State is the 2000s version of Benny and June. (laughs) Isn't it? It is. It's like the same thing. Two quirkies. One's a little quirkier than the other one, but the other one's a little more mentally unstable than the other one. But man, you throw on Bob Seger's night moves and bang it out, have a great time. Mm -hmm. And now I would walk 500 miles. I would walk 500. Hundred more. Oh my God! I, that's a breakthrough for me. <laughs> oh my God! I like all of those movies. Am I wrong? <laughs> Am I broken? Uh, you're wrong, Jackie. I hate to tell you this, but in this right now, you're wrong. Wrong. Wow. Self-aware wrong. Jackie is, is interesting. Am I, am I wrong about something? I am never wrong, but I will watch Garden State again this week, and I will come at you with my theses uh-huh. of why I think it's still a good movie. I will be interested to hear your thoughts, because I have also not watched it in a long, long time. But if you're in your braff hole, you know, mm-hmm. you may as well watch Garden State. Oh, yeah. I'm in a braff hole. Pretty yeah. hard. You know, Braff, that's like the, the number one celebrity doppelganger that I get. Really? When people say I look like it. I don't see it at all. If I close my eyes real small and I go, ah, as I look at you, <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. see Zach Braff. I don't see it at all. I've got it like two or three times in the last couple weeks. Really? In yeah. the last couple weeks? I don't get it. I really don't get it at all. I don't think Is I it because the it. podcaster show's coming out, though? Uh, no, it was long before that. You know who you look like? A man who's interested in podcasts. <laughs> podcasts. You, like a, you look like a man who has podcast things <laughs> in your brain. Podcast. My, my favorite is when he was talking about, like, he's like, he hasn't come back to... <laughs> he hasn't come back to television in a long time because he just, like, assumed that... Um, okay, so he said, like most actors... I was thinking that when I do come back to TV, it'd be something cool on a streaming channel when they do these amazing shows I binge just like everyone. Oh, my but, God. Uh, he says but, like us. <laughs> but when you have a piece of content that's as broadcast-friendly as Alex Inc. is, there's no need for it to be anything but PG. We all agree this is what there's more room for on TV. Oh, my God. Fuck off, Zach Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck Oh, fuck you, off. That's fuck such off. bullshit. What I, are you talking about, dude? God, I bet his fucking idea for a podcast blows. Oh, my God. I'm just going to talk to my friends. 
Oh. Oh no, it's all about his daily life, Marcus. Oh, is that what's about? Microphones in the house oh my with God. his family. Oh uh, my God, you know, because that's what people love. It's just a oh God, mediocrity fest. That dude is just decades, decades now of mediocrity. <laughs> he really is like just an easy to swallow, whatever dude. Yeah. Very No, he's hot road. mediocrity. Come on. He's oh, hot. He's but even his hotness is mediocre. Yeah. <gasps> but he's a New Jersey Jew. And that's how I like them. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, don't hurt my, my, my essence here. <laughs> These days, you can get anything on demand. Even hot to trot firefighters, you just have to pull an alarm. That's a JK, don't do that. But did you know you could get postage on demand too? All you need is stamps.com. Being a part of a small business means you have to have the arms of three octopi to get all of the errands done. It's crazy, the amount of work that goes into creating your own love child. Company-wise, not bedroom-wise, that, that one's pretty fast. The last podcast network and its small number of worker bees use stamps.com to save us time in that sweet, sweet money. It's a personal post office right at your desk. What's not to love? Dude, they even send you a digital scale so you know exactly how much the postage is going to be. Just click print and mail. You're good to go. Stamps.com is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Because your business doesn't stop just because people need some quote-unquote sleep. Enter in the coupon code PAGE7 for a special four-week trial that includes postage and a scale. We can send a new last podcast herb grinder to you while cleaning all mysterious sticky off my chairs. It's Nanners! Go to stamps.com before you hit the grocery store again to ogle those firefighters. Click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in PAGE7. I think you might like it. All right, so below. Who's on the list? Marcus, gotta have that, that list. list. Famous Unitarians. Wow. Interesting. I haven't found that list in all these years. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a long one. <laughs> I bet it's not. I mean, we. I grew up in a Unitarian church, and you know, it's a lot. How but is you, Unitarian? They're cool. It's cool because it's like, it's all of it. So you get to learn about all the different things. There's a lot of meditating. Mm-hmm. What I, my favorite part was is that there was always bagels afterwards. <laughs> yeah, Unitarians. So. I, I know a lot of cool Unitarians. I feel like it's real holistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ralph Waldo Emerson uh-huh. was a Unitarian. Is he Which on the one's list? that one? Mm-hmm. He's on the list. He's on the list. He's not exactly a celebrity. Enough. You knew who he was. I did. I do know who he is. <laughs> who is it? I don't know who that is. He's a uh, transcendentalist. Oh, um, never mind. I shut off. My <laughs> brain shut off. Long time. Author Walden Pond. Mm. That was him, right? That was Thoreau. That was Thoreau. But they were. I think they were tight, or at least I associate the two of them with each yeah, other. Right. They're pretty much the same. Sitting guy. around in the woods and thinking about life. Yeah. 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 That a lot of that. Like Isaac Newton, mm-hmm. also a Unitarian. <laughs> He's on the list. <laughs> I can't tell if you're just making a conversation or if you're reading the list. <laughs> oh, founding father Thomas Jefferson. This list is trash. <laughs> <laughs> this list is all from before the 1850s. <laughs> Greta Gerwig. All, all right. right. All right. All right, Greta Gerwig. Yeah. I can see that. I can see it. She yeah. loves meditation and bagels. Uh-huh. Paul Newman. Not surprising at all. Yeah. I yeah. feel like that's if you wanna if you wanna if somebody's like, what's a universalist or a Unitarian? Uh I don't know if Unitarian Universalists are the same as regular Unitarians, but I feel like if you said what's a Unitarian and you said Paul Newman, that just tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. 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 Salad dressing. <laughs> half Catholic, mm-hmm. half Jewish. Huh. Hmm. 
Keith Olbermann. That's a Unitarian. Also not surprising. No. Charles. Which one's that one? He sounds political. Keith Olbermann yeah. is a political guy. Yeah, he used to be oh, a sportscaster, okay. became political. No one really likes him that much. He t- he, sports he and goes the politics. Like, he goes yeah. like, you, sir. He does a lot of like <laughs> direct addresses to uh, You're not supposed to be judgmental to. as a Unitarian, though. You're supposed to be peace. He's he's a, he's judgmental. He's but a he, bad Unitarian. Yeah, he is judgmental. <laughs> it's about the kind of the definition of Keith Olbermann. Yeah, it's true. That's what he does. <laughs> Charles Dickens. See, we're back to the really old people <laughs> now. Oh, <laughs> Does he count as a celebrity? Oh, is but a yarn or two. Let's talk about the Moors. <laughs> How tiny and frail is that boy child? <laughs> Sylvia Plath? Huh? Author. Interesting. No wonder she was so bleak. <laughs> St. Vincent? Is a celebrity musician? Oh, I was gonna say Saint Vincent was oh a Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Man, my Molly, bad. you should listen to Saint Vincent. You should. Fucking bad ass. I've been meaning to listen to Saint Vincent. You love Saint Vincent, yeah. both oh an God. amazing singer, a songwriter, and a fucking fantastic guitar player. Yeah, yeah, like the, and really the newest album. Shit. Marcus, have you been listening to the newer album? I have. It's great. The one that came out last year. Yeah, no, especially because it's all about like it's like the juxtaposition of New York and LA as yeah. well. So of oh. course I've been I've been grinding on it. I huh. would imagine. Yeah, the newest album is really, really fucking good. But all of her oh, albums yeah. are great. She doesn't have a bad album out there. Yeah. But listen no. to the newest one. You'd really I think you'd really like it okay. because it's uh she's dabbling in po- because I get a feeling a lot of artists like they kind of try pop music because they're trying to be popular. I get a feeling with her she dabbles in like modern pop in this album, but she's doing it because she wants to do it because she feels like she has something to add to it uh, and it works out fantastically it's not necessarily my cup of tea or poppier stuff but I get what she's doing and I love it nice oh my god that man that fucking that LA song what's yeah. it called I can't like, remember like, I've only been like, listening to the album like as a whole so I don't really know the individual song titles the, how can anybody have you yeah. how can anybody have you and lose you how can anybody have you and lose you and not lose their mind too that song yeah. it's just like Gets into my soul. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Rod Serling. Twilight Zone. Oh. <laughs> oh. Is he now? E.E. <laughs> e. Cummings. Oh, God, man. It, they are. It is just. It's like it didn't breed a whole lot of. Uh, I mean, I guess it's very. It's like a. It's like a whitewash of religion. You know, yeah. it's like a. Sure. Whatever. Paul Revere. The Paul British Revere. are coming. Unitarianism goes Unitarian. back that far. Apparently. Yeah. 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 Christopher Reeve. Says it gives uh. him. Said it gave him a moral compass. Love That's nice. Didn't keep him out of a wheelchair, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was mean. Herman Melville. Oh, good. Man, they're just, I didn't realize there were so many old school Unitarians. Oh, yeah, including some presidents like John Quincy Adams and William Howard Taft. What's interesting to this to me about me, I feel like I actually know a lot of Unitarians in the present day, mm-hmm. you know? But, yeah. But... It sounds like a dead religion based on this list. Yeah, Louisa May Alcott, Susan B. <laughs> Anthony, Pete Ooh. Seeger, Frank Lloyd Wright, Beatrix Potter. Beatrix Potter, love her. <laughs> you don't like Beatrix Potter? You don't know who that is, do you? 
right. I think that she wrote Winnie the Pooh. She <laughs> wrote <laughs> Peter like Rabbit, a different animal universe. Same <laughs> thing in my head. No. <laughs> that's in no. Don't judge don't judge based on the movie Peter Rabbit. I'm the, slopping a Peter Cottontail in there as well. I'm all of it. All of it I'm putting I'm putting it in the trash can. <laughs> I was close with Winnie the Pooh. I knew it was something else I didn't like. Winnie the Pooh is good. The thing is the Disney Winnie the Pooh is bad, but the actual AA Milne Winnie the Pooh books are at least as a sixth grader, I thought that they were fantastic. Were Unless you? there was like a Grimm's fairy tale esque version of Winnie the Pooh, I don't care about it's it. dark but this is the thing it's dark and sad disney winnie the pooh is all like oh my honey pot <laughs> but 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 a.a. A. Milne, it's like, I, I know I sound like a hit, like I listened to Winnie the Pooh before it was cool right now. But <laughs> that's a, a, being a hipster right now. But A.A. A. A. Milne, it's like, a, he's like a sad, it's like a, it's like emo shit. It's like, it's like devastating. It's just like a lonely man telling a little boy stories. And it's very, very sad. It's like early emo, it was an early emo experience for me in a good way. Okay. What about the Wait. live action one where they're all like human sized? No. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about, but absolutely not. No. no. The whole thing is it's your imagination. That, that's no, why the Disney no, one is, no. is annoying. And they Which went, book are you are you talking about like you're talking OG Winnow, right? You're talking like it's like like so there's one book or is it a series of books? There is one called The Hundred Acre Wood, I think, and there's one just called Winnie the Pooh. I'm wrong. There's two books. There's two like they're like collections of short stories and it's like Christopher Robin is this the author is just like kind of talking to Christopher Robin his kid and he's like basically makes up like a whole universe about Christopher Robin living in a hundred acre wood and this cast of characters and it's very sweet um and it's just like just it's just like little slices of life you know but it's not like a it's not like Disney Disney Winnie the Pooh is so uh cutesy and the thing is the actual books are not so cutesy Oh, did you did you watch the live action Winnie the Pooh? No, at all. Have you ever <laughs> seen creepy. it? I don't know. It was it was a very much a big part of my childhood. I loved live action Winnie the Pooh. It was very strange. What? Oh my God! No, I'm showing yeah. it to Molly creepy. right now. What? No, creepy. I've never seen that. Yeah. No, it looks like it's like Teletubbies, but worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were all human sized. They were all men in costumes. No. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. God, I loved it so much. Their faces. Yeah. Oh, no. And it's static, too. It's told. There's there's nothing about it that really, like, their faces don't move at all. You just hear, like, a disembodied voice. <laughs> uh, it's it's great. No, I don't it's include great. that. It's <laughs> great. I loved it. Ugh. No, it's a creep fest. It's a bit of a creep fest. Well, you know, I'm sorry. Different strokes. I know different folks. I, you know, I, I still dig a Velveteen Rabbit, but that's also just because I like to cry. Yeah, that's the thing. A lot of children's books are very sad. Yeah, got to teach them about sadness when they're young. Yeah. Old ah. yeller, man. It's Ever Blind at him. Oh, ah, we, we can't, can't see, see him. him. Producers of this residency had always assumed their new star attraction could sing. Sure, they knew she would need backing vocals, but when she showed up for rehearsals, they freaked at just how awful this A-list singer sounds and how she's going to have to lip-sync everything other than talking to the audience. It's not Britney Spears. It's not Britney. No, Brit Britney's okay. doing fine. She's doing fine. She's Actually, doing I, great. Yeah, she's doing great right now. She's doing great. What list is she? A list? Oh, this is A list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And part of like an A list couple. And she's on TV. 
90s singer. And this is for a show that she's doing? Yeah, she's doing a Vegas residency. Oh, a Vegas, okay. Mm-hmm. Used to be nice. in a band, then went solo. Gwen Stefani. Apparently can't sing anymore. Wow. You know what? I wouldn't put it past her. Wouldn't put it past her. Man, also, sidebar, Blake Shelton is throwing some shade at Miranda Lampert right now because she just (laughs) came out because she is dating this new guy and then Blake Shelton came out. She said, it came out today, she's dating this dude, let her have her fucking happiness, Blake Shelton, you know I love me some Blake Shelton, but he was like, well, I think, apparently he's married and she doesn't know about it, but we'll see how this plays out. I think that it's okay that Gwen <laughs> Stefani can't sing. Am I too invested? <laughs> I think it's okay that Gwen Stefani can't sing because she looks so hot mm-hmm. at 50, mm-hmm. or I think she's 50, right? She's yeah. she's up there, and she's I think there. that you should only be able to be really, really, really lucky in one area um, at that time. Or I shouldn't say you should only be able to, but if you're really, really lucky in one area, then it's okay if you start sliding in the others. Yeah, she's 48. 48. And she's been doing it for so long. You know what? She used to be great. It's all good. Yeah, we all but know that like, she can sing. She doesn't also, I don't understand why she's doing the residency. It's like you're on The Voice, girl. How much more money you need, bitch? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe she also, just wants to be, you know, maybe she just wants to have something to do besides bang old no dick Blake Shelton. He must have whiskey dick every night of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this is the tweet, the subtweet about Miranda Lambert. Said, been taking the high road for a long time. I almost gave up, but I can finally see something on the horizon up there. Wait, could it be? Yep, it's karma. Whoa. <laughs> That's some country ass shade, yeah, baby. That's a country subtweet. Yeah, that's what a shit. Uh, that's just really just like someone does that and you're just like, oh god. That's that's yeah. country Facebook. That's country, it's country Facebook. Facebook. Country Facebook trash is like it's a whole other kind of embarrassment. Oh yeah, I'm just so unimpressed with Blake Shelton all the time. We all are. Uh, Except Jackie, mm. who is very impressed <laughs> with that. the throwback, pretty pink lemonade shooter, and lean a little closer. Man, it just makes you want to get a pink lemonade shooter. I know I won't like it, but I just want someone <laughs> to watch me as I down it and just like lean in, you know, and just say it'd be, sure be cool if I did have sex with him. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> Not in the least bit. And that's Thank all we you. have time for on today's page seven. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. And we shall talk to you all next week. Love you guys so much. Thank you again. And thank you to all of our patrons out there. And if you haven't checked it out, please hit up our Patreon page it is patreon.com slash page seven podcast seven the number and we would really truly appreciate it and also we got our t-shirts in and they are available for sale and they we they are getting sent out this week baby because i think you might like Like it. it thank you maybe love you guys pulling up to mickey d's just for drinks oh yeah that's me Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For over 130 years... McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. 
Takeover Taco Night. No matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale, even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great.